0: Welcome to Six Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to Six Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at RandallJones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Music Box Memories by Barbara Houston A four-inch round metal music box sits on my closet shelf. Small decorative flowers surround the outside of the box. A gold rosette adorns the top. The luster is gone and the once vibrant greenish-yellow paint has been rubbed away. Mom Fisher is written on the bottom. Because I found the music box in my mother's belongings after her death, I suspect she gave it to my maternal grandmother. To my delight and surprise, it still plays around the world in 80 days, the theme song of the 1956 movie with the same name. As I listen to the sluggish sound emanating from the music box, memories of Ma Ma, my loving grandmother, fill me. Mom-Ma was born in 1891 and lived a life of hardship in West Virginia, but never complained. She was eight years old when her mother died. She and her eight brothers and sisters were sent to live with various relatives. Common in the early 1900s, those who were poor did not finish school. The older children worked outside the home, younger ones helped out around the house. My grandmother learned to cook, clean, sew, raise chickens, and do whatever chores were needed. At fifteen, this dimpled young girl married. She and my grandfather had seven children, but tragically, he was killed in a work-related accident in 1927. His bereaved wife was widowed at age thirty-six with six children to care for, the youngest being my mother, age two. She had already buried one of her babies. Having little schooling, Mamma did what had to be done to care for her family. She cleaned houses and churches, took in laundry, wallpapered, sewed, and cooked for others. This frugal woman lived in a small two-bedroom frame house. I loved spending the night with her when I was young, especially when it rained. Sinking into her cocoon-like feather bed, I listened to the raindrops spattering on the tin roof. The long, mournful sounds of the trains off in the distance soothed me to sleep. I felt safe, warm, and loved. My grandmother never owned a car. She and I would walk down the steep hill from her house to the small local drugstore we would sit at the soda fountain and order our drinks cherry coke for her and ice cream soda for me the ice cream was a treat but spending time alone with mamma was an even bigger thrill mamma was a wonderful country cook who kept a chicken coop in her backyard some of the chicken supplied eggs the unlucky ones became dinner my grandmother's wrinkled face was soft and gentle, but she could grab a chicken, wring its neck, chop off its head, watch it run around until it flopped over, then pluck its feathers and fry it up for dinner. Mom-Ma's metal-rimmed glasses sat snugly on her smiling face. Her silvery-gray hair was pulled back and covered with a hairnet. I remember her in the kitchen wearing a faded print dress with a bib apron that hung loosely on her slightly rounded figure. When I was about ten I spent a week at the 4-H camp where she was the head cook. I felt so proud that my grandmother could prepare such delicious meals for the campers and staffers. I especially remember the delicious buttery biscuits she baked for breakfast. My teenage years were challenging, living with my conservative Baptist preacher father. I frequently escaped to my grandmother's apartment where she had moved when she could no longer walk up and down the steep hill to her house. She was my rock and my soft place to land during those turbulent years. She served as a sounding board and listened without judgment, offering me support and encouragement. My parents were not aware that my future husband and I— often met at her apartment away from the prying eyes of my father and three brothers. Mamma would retire to her bedroom for the evening and give us privacy in the living room. When it got late, she would gently remind us of the time. Mamma died at seventy-seven. My husband and I were living in Charlotte, North Carolina, and soon expecting our first child. My doctor advised me not to attend the funeral in West Virginia. I was sad I could not be there to honor her and was disappointed realizing that Mama would never see her great-grandchild. I guess I had always imagined she would. I will never know when and why Mother gave that gift to my grandmother. Although I cherish the music box with its faded decorative flowers and gold rosette, I treasure even more the memories it holds. Although my beloved mama is gone, the beauty and the music of her life play on. Copyright 2022 Barbara Houston Barbara Houston lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. A member of the memoir writing group, The Scribblers, she is currently writing stories about her life. After college, Barbara taught English for four years. Other career moves steered her to training and human resources. She served as director of human resources at Discovery Place Museum in Charlotte for over 10 years. Now retired, Barbara enjoys her writing projects, reading fiction, singing with the Charlotte Singers, spending time with family and friends, and traveling with her husband, Jerry. Barbara's first published story, In Bear Country, appeared in the personal story publishing project anthology, Trouble. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's r-a-n-d-e-l-l-jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.